Your competitors don't steal clients from you, right? No one steals clients. You lose clients. Welcome to the Gym Secrets Podcast, where we talk about how to get more customers, how to make more per customer, and how to keep them longer, and the many failures and lessons that we have learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Happy Saturday morning, or whenever it is that you are listening to this. Um, I wanted to, um, this just came to mind, and it's, I've had a bunch of recent experiences that have kind of uh, really made me think about how I approach um, or think about competitors, quote, stealing clients, um, and kind of the reverse of that, what I'm calling like tactical abundance. So over the last, I don't know, however many years I've had people in, you know, our direct space who serve gym owners, et cetera, reach out because they wanted help, you know, with their businesses. And, um, I believe it or not, help them out with their businesses, even though they directly quote, compete with my business. And I kind of wanted to give you a little bit of breakdown around that. Now, if someone is publicly, you know, just an asshole um, about me, then I'm probably not going to help them. But for anyone else, I'm, I, I help them with their business. And I think that it has been one of the things that has kept me sane uh, throughout this process. And I think you've, if you've been in this space for a while, or any kind of the information marketing, et cetera, space, uh, people come, they, they, they zoom up, you know, and then they, poof, they're gone. Right. And, um, you know, I think we've stood the test of time and we've been a very big person in this category. Um, the biggest that I'm aware of, uh, for a very long period of time at this point. And so I just wanted to kind of break down some of the thoughts around it. And I think that they will serve you from a mental health standpoint in thinking about your competitors. So first is some of the beliefs that I have around this first, um, your, you don't, your competitors don't steal clients from you, right? No one steals clients. You lose clients, right? Just like, in my opinion, no one steals your wife. You lose your wife. Your wife becomes open or your spouse, whatever, becomes open to the possibility of entertaining someone else, right? They, they become open to the possibility during some instance or instances that amount um, during your relationship with them. There have probably been times in your relationship with your spouse where if someone came on to you, you were just like, I have like, no, I'm not open for business. Like nothing wrong with you. I'm sure you're a great person. I just like, I'm, I'm in, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not on the market. I'm not for sale. Right. And I think that if you, if you, if you think about your customer relationship, and I think all relationships are like this, uh, in that same context, it allows you one to have a lot more power, uh, in your own business and two to just stop all of the, 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 the mindless, needless worrying that, that comes with managing lots of relationships, right? Because that's ultimately what we're doing is we're building a relationship at scale. Um, when you have a service-based business, you're having a relationship with your customers at scale and trying to replicate yourself and your beliefs in how you act and how you want to treat your customers with staff who are less incentivized than you are, right? Everyone is, is intrinsically less incentivized than you are to, to, to help your customers, right? And so um, I... I think it's one of the most freeing things in the entire world to help someone who in, in most people's minds would be a direct competitor. And I can tell you that the more times I have done this one, the, the amount of awe and shock that you get from the person who you are helping of like, why are you helping me? Like, I don't, I don't get it. It, it fundamentally shifts how they view the world when you help them when you don't have a quote vested interest 
in them succeeding, right? In, in, anyways, you have a you have a, a correlate, you have a you have a, a direct uh, or what most people would consider a, a, an inverse. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, incentive to help them, right? You, you, you'd be incentivized to not help them and, and have them go go down. But it just hasn't been my experience because what happens is one more and more people are like, you know what, that guy's legit. You know, like he really actually wants to help. And um, if you do genuinely believe in your mission of helping your client, if you really want to help, I mean, because I hear it all the time, Jim like, I want to help a million people lose weight. I'm like. Do you think realistically in the next year you're going to help a million people lose weight? Do you think in five years you'll help a million people lose weight? Probably not. So if you helped somebody else who's probably has a pretty similar mission to you, do you think that net positive it's going to be a good or a bad thing? You're probably just going to help more people and you'll build a relationship with someone else who also actually struggles with, believe it or not, the same things you do, right? And if and what happens is you start to create these reciprocal relationships where both of you get better, right? And then all it does is just elevate the bar. And the people who want to have a more scarcity mindset continue to isolate themselves onto their islands. And the communal whole always grows better than an individual, period, right? The Jimler's community is far more valuable than I on, on my own could ever create anything, right? It's just because as a community, we can test at such a faster rate and we can innovate at such a faster rate that if you're not in that community, you're at, you're at a fundamental disadvantage. And so it works with any type of business, right? Like it's not just you know, the info business or not just the gym business, but any business. And I'm just saying like right now I'm actually prioritizing. So this may sound crazy to everyone, but I'm actually prioritizing helping a lot of other people who are in the gym space who serve gyms. Um, because I just, because, you know, we've, 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 we've made, we've made more than, more than multiple lifetimes worth of wealth. And I, I just can tell you that the more abundant my thought processes around this, the more money I make and as, and also just like the better I feel like I, like I, I can, I can look in the mirror and be like, I really do believe in this mission of saying that we're trying to help these, you know, small business owners just do better. Um, because it's hard to say that. And then at the same time, when you have a direct way of helping another group of business owners that you're not going to help. And, you know, one of the things is like understanding how big the like freaking pie is like the pie is huge. You know, when I hear um, even I mean, even in this group, you know, the, in this in this free group, like people say, uh, what if there's other other gyms using gym launch in my neighborhood? Well, one, if you're not one of them, then you're at, at a fundamental disadvantage. Number one. <laughs> number two, there's also like 500 other gyms that aren't using it. So would you rather be one of the six that is or would you rather not? You know what I mean? And what ends up happening is that the six that are just end up keeping more customers and serving them better and ultimately making a more profound impact. And so in thinking about that, um, I guess I'm trying to give like, like tactical abundance is like you only lose customers. No one steals them from you. Stop thinking that anyone steals your customers. Like no business has had any impact on the growth of Jim Launch whatsoever. New guy starts up, steals, steal, word for word, copies and pastes everything that we have at Jim Launch. Are they as big as gym launch? No, because they don't have the skills to build that, right? Because if that's the, if that's the mind space that you're operating out of, you're never going to be, right? You're not going to beat us from that, right? And so, like, it's like the only way to win is to just kind of realize that it's not about you, and that there's a much bigger game afoot, right? There's a much bigger game, and like, I, I even have this conversation because I've I've just recently had this conversation with probably ten different people who are 
gym agencies, gym gurus, things like that. And, and like I've had on almost all of them the same moment where they're like, dude, I can't believe you're helping me. And I'm like, dude, I don't like, there's, there's enough, there's enough gyms. There's enough gyms that need help that we can all pitch in, right? The market's huge. It's so much bigger than you think it is. And me as probably the biggest player in the space, I'm telling you, we are a, a tiny droplet in the ocean of help that is needed. The supply of help that I can provide is still so limited compared to the demand that exists for, for, for gym owners or any business owner that needs help, right? And it's, it would be egotistical of me to say every single person is going to be attracted to my style, my candor, my message, and kind of who I am, right? Like I am somewhat polarizing and partially by design from a marketing standpoint because I want to attract people who uh, are willing to grind, who are willing to hustle, who are willing to roll their sleeves up. You know, like I'm taking sales calls for something right now that makes zero financial sense for me to do. But I'm doing it because that's, that's what I believe in. Right. I tell everyone in our community, you should sell it first. You should get on the phone first. You should work chat. You should work intercom. This isn't my company. Right. I know that because I do it. Right. And then that way I have absolute conviction in understanding the problems that each of the positions that are in my company have. Any executive that wants to start at Zappos, which is a billion dollar plus you know, shoe company that Amazon owns, they have to start by working frontline customer service for two weeks. Super highly paid executives, you know, million dollar plus, multi-million dollar plus executives, stock options, bonuses, and all that stuff, starting at a frontline job so that they can understand how it really works. And so they can make decisions based on reality, not their theoretical share mindset. And so um, I guess I guess I say that to say um, I, I try and have that messaging because that's what that's what we want to attract. But there are people who are not attracted to that, like do the boring work, do the repetition, grow or die, speed is king. You know what I mean? Violence is the answer. Like that's how I roll because that's what I believe works best. And the people who vibe with that stay in our community and continue to succeed, right? And there are people who have come into our world and been like, I'm not about that, right? I want to, I want to, um, I want to, I want to, I want to have balance. I want to, I want to have this be more of a lifestyle thing. That's amazing. That is just not how I do business, right? Not to say that you can't, not to say that you can't use the systems and people, you know, we, we talk about that in the sales, I was like, I'll just say you can't, like, instead of making an extra 200,000 a year, maybe you make an extra 80 and you're cool with that. And that's a trade-off that you understand that you are making. Mosey Nation, real quick, if you are a business owner that has a big old business and wants to get to a much bigger business, going to 50, $100 million plus, we would love to talk to you. And if you like that or would like to hear more about it, go to acquisition.com. You can apply anywhere on the page and talk to one of our team and see if we can help you get there. Right? And so the thing is, is that there are other people, there are other agencies, there are other gym gurus, there are other whatevers Right? And I'm using the word guru loosely as much as what's so funny is that there's, there's so many people who are like, I'm anti-guru. I'm like, if you sell information on how to improve a business, you would be categorized as a guru. So you can lament the name, but and to be fair, when I got into the business, I think one of my, my first ads was stop believing gurus. I mean, it was like one of my first ads and I just went on this huge rant and actually did really well for a long time. But the thing is, is like at the time I was really like, I just had this, this like, you know, ah, like let me, let me go beat the, beat the world kind of mentality. And I think it's really shifting the mentality from beating everyone to saving everyone. Um, and believe me, I'm no fucking savior. I've like, thrown out there. 
Not at all. But in terms of your mind space of like, am I really trying to help or am I trying to win? And I think that as we've, as, as, as time has gone on and I feel like my headspace has improved, um, it's really like, how can I help everyone? Um, and the reality is that I can't. And so if I can help other people that can help people, then I'm still helping those people indirectly. And that's good enough for me because like I said, there are people who are not attracted to me. There are people who are attracted to a female avatar, right? Somebody who's a, a female guru, because that's more what they vibe with. There are people who are more like, Hey, I travel all the time and this is my, this, this is, this is who I'm attracted to. I'm like, cool, be attracted to them. That's fine. You know what I mean? Like you're going to attract and repel and you can't go vanilla in the middle because then you're just not being true to who you are. And so I think it's like, be you, you'll attract the people who are right for you from a psychographic standpoint, not just demographics. It's not like, who's your client? Woman who are trying to lose weight. If you really look at your best clients, they have psychological beliefs. They have values that are probably aligned with yours. And that is why they truly stay. Right. And so big picture, if you want to, if you help a competitor out, you're not even really detracting from your business because they probably have a, a somewhat different belief set value set than you do. Um, and that's okay. But to help them get better results for their clients or help them retain their clients better. Like the only thing that all of us are competing against is the couch is doing nothing. Like the biggest winner in the marketplace in any market, B2B, B2C, whatever is apathy is doing nothing. And if you can shift your mindset towards like all of us are together, all gym owners are united in the fact that we're trying to beat the couch. We're trying to beat doing nothing. We're trying to beat staying at home and not showing up to your appointment. We're trying to beat you saying no, that you can't commit to something right now. We're all trying to beat that together, right? If you can shift your perspective from that, I guarantee you that you will have so much better headspace and life and just energy um, that it's been, it's been a really profound change for me. And now that I've actually been leaning into this in, in it's, it's been really rewarding for me and believe it or not, I make the same amount of money as I did before. Oh, <gasps> right? But I feel a whole hell of a lot better, right? And so if you have these kind of, you know, animosity relationships, like, <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm going to share that. Uh, I won't, but let's, let's say that you had a trainer, right? At your gym and they say, you know what? Uh, I'm out, right? And, and they leave and they take customers from you, right? Your first gut reaction is to pace, is to be like, screw that guy. I hate that dude. He took my client, right? Now, mind you, you lost him or her to the same degree that you would lose a client, right? Or that person grows and eventually gets to the point where they're, they're like, this isn't, you know, I've evolved, I've grown, I've learned all the things that you've taught me and I think that I'm ready for the next chapter. If you can have, if you can have the conversation and say, I wanna help you start a gym to your trainer. I wanna help you, I guarantee you the, the entire dynamic of your world will change. The thoughts that consume you, because believe it or not, when that trainer leaves, right, and they have a negative experience, and then they start smashing you and talking shit and all this stuff, right, versus you being like, dude, you're opening? Dude, let me help you with all the things that I struggled with early on so you don't have to go through that. The whole dynamic will change, A. B, by the way, all the shit talking that they're going to do against you is going to go away. I'm just saying. I mean, unless they're an absolute psychopath and you're gonna be like, no, my trainer was a psychopath. Well, you hired him and they worked for you for a while. So maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's just situational. Who knows? 
but let's just pretend that they're a normal person. They just have incentives that are always self-interested. And you, being a smart business owner, want to align yourself with people's selfish incentives because believe it or not, people will always act on their own self-interest. And if you do that and you always align with that, then you will, you, will, you will be so much better served in your life. And so you have this conversation with this trainer and say, cool, how can I help you win, right? How can I help, dude, you know how many people are overweight here? Like, we should work together. You know what I mean? There's so many people who are overweight and need help. Like, if both of us are working to try and grow and improve, then we're both gonna improve at a faster rate because I can use some of the things you make, you can use some of the things I make, and we're gonna grow together, right? Versus having this, this really scarcity mindset, you getting, in, you know, either, a, having them shit talk you and then you should talk back, which I strongly, strongly advise against. Like the best road is to just not, not engage. That has been my experience this whole time. It's just don't engage because all people are going to see is you looking petty. That's it. And all they're going to sit, they're not going to remember what the conversation was about. They're just going to remember that you were petty. And then the second is that uh, if you, if you do the, if you, if you decide not to do anything, so it's one is you are petty and respond. Terrible decision. Option two is you don't respond at all. Option three is you rise truly above and you help the person, even though most people would think that they wronged you. And I think that it has been one of the, it's literally been one of the most rewarding things for me in terms of character growth um, that I've ever done. And so I just wanted to share that with you because it's been, it's been, it's been really transformative. It really has been. It's been, it's, it's, I would even dare say it's been healing um, to help people that you would once think were people who are against you. And so, that's that's my that's my tactical abundance for you is one a never talk shit b apathy if you if you can't help then don't try and lash out but if you can get into the space where you can help people right who are who are in your mind quote stealing your customers a they're they're not you're losing them but you can actually work together and then accomplish the supposed mission that you said you have because we are so small compared to the need. Your ability to supply help to the world of helping people lose weight, given your capacity in terms of your employees and your square footage and your everything is so limited compared to the demand that all we should be working on is how can we do it better so that we don't lose people, right? So that we can all collectively work against the couch. So we can collectively work against apathy. And I think that if you can reframe that, it will, it will really fundamentally change your life. And so um, that's just, it's been on my mind. I've had, I think 10, maybe 15 conversations with uh, Jimmy agencies and gurus over the last month or so um, with people getting involved with Alan and whatnot that we're gonna be rolling out. Um, and I'm like, I just wanna help you. I'm gonna help you grow your business. I'm gonna show you how we market. I'm gonna show you how, how we retain customers. I'm gonna show you how we serve people better. I'm gonna show you how we can help your gyms increase their average client value. And they're like, why are you doing this? And it's just like, because like it's just there's like i just rather everyone win i really would i genuinely would and it's been it's honestly been some of the most healing stuff that i've ever gone through so um that's my that's my two cents for everyone um i hope i hope it was somewhat valuable for you hopefully there's maybe there's someone in in your heart that you harbored regrets or or you know anger or poison against but the thing is is like it only hurts you and i think that's been one of the biggest revelations it's like you just being angry only hurts you it doesn't hurt anybody else and so um I think this is probably one of the most healing things that I've done and uh, I'd, I'd strongly recommend it. So anyways, have an amazing day guys. Hope you have a great Saturday. Hope you're crushing sales, taking names, taking credit cards and saving lives or at least helping. All right, be easy. Bye.